hello, and thank you for joining us here on The Neutral Zone. I am Phil Milani, joined as always by my trusty sidekick, my partner in crime. Really, the best way to describe this person is my everything. It's at Eric Delala. Phil, I missed you. I know. Some, I was going to say, I feel distant from you or something. It's been a while. Is everything okay? It's, it's like we've been apart. We've just been drifting. Yeah. Feels like there's something you're not telling me, maybe. Yeah, we've been drifting apart for a while now. <laughs> it does <laughs> does feel like that. Yeah. Of course, you went to the Senior Bowl. I did. Then you went to the Super Bowl. Yep. Last week, I was gone shooting something. Yeah. North okay. Kakalaki, as we like to call it. What's that? North Carolina. Yeah. That's how they say it in the South. Huh? It is. Got it. I've never heard of that before. First time for everything. Yeah, we're, I'm excited. Uh, I think we teased it a little bit the other day on social media, but uh, starting a new series called Back Home. You're spearheading it. I spearheaded it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I pitched it, uh, and we're doing it. Executed it. Excited to see that. We've only shot one so far. Oh. So let's not promise too much. That's, you know uh, I mean? that's a secret just for NZ Nation. That is. Yeah, people yeah. aren't supposed to know that. Really? But, but you tell them that. Who's not supposed? To I don't know. You don't want Why the you don't want the masses to know that there's. Well, we've begin we've begun shooting the series. Yes. There's no problem in sharing other information. I don't think. Did you have any other ones planned that you can share or no? I can I, I cannot uh, okay. divulge that information. Okay, just yet. got it. I mean, maybe going to the Great North though. <laughs> yeah. When? It's it's in the works. Okay, here. got it. Don't worry about that. Not that wasn't planned yet. That was. N- well, I can't really talk. Okay, I just not got to talk about it. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that one. So, um, I will say uh, the players that I pitched to the, go do the hometown, everybody's been excited about it. They've been uh, um, pumped up for it. The one mistake I've made is I should have just been picking players who are from Southern California, Florida, exotic, nice, warm weather areas. Yeah, very exotic. I didn't do that. No. Uh, Eric, I haven't done that so far. So North Carolina's nice. Temperate. It was nice. It was, yeah. Caught a little basketball game I saw. Uh, Yeah, we went to the UNC Pitt game. Mm. Pitt took care of business. Battle of the Titans. I I will say what was cool, though, that UNC had is a uh, basketball Hall of Fame. Wow. It was very cool. Yeah. I, of course, am from Raleigh, just down the road. Yeah, you stop in for a little home cooking from the from the parents. I could have I could have uh, visited. Uh, yeah. yeah, your family, but I, I don't okay. think it was enough time. Yeah, they heard that we were drifting apart. They thought maybe it wasn't appropriate. <laughs> no, to... no. I would have always I would have <laughs> a stop would have been really enjoyable for yeah. me. But uh, maybe next not time. enough time. Yeah, I've been in Raleigh with you before. Jacob Bobenmoyer's from Raleigh, I think. That's what we were there for. <laughs> I have no yeah. idea where Jacob no. Bobenmoyer's from. Sorry, Jacob. That was an unnecessary shot and a long snapper. Poor guy. He's a human being, too, Eric. It's uh, tough. Casey uh, Kreider's from Iowa, former long snapper. That is true. I believe he snaps for the Giants. I'm just now naming that I know things about long, long snappers. snappers. Yeah. yeah. Name another one. Yep. That's the extent of your That's what I thought. Aaron Brewer. Yeah, there's another one. Okay. That's, that's pretty good. Three that's is pretty three good. Three is good. Just off the top of your head. Yeah. That's pretty good. I didn't think we'd be talking about long snappers. No. Yeah. People probably miss this. All that to say, though, we're back in the same room. We're back. We're back. We're very excited. We're very excited. Yeah, this is a a nice little episode. Eric, uh, we've been waiting a while uh, to see what this Broncos coaching staff was going to look like. Now they're in the building. They're working. They're just down the hall here. 
they stopped by the digital media office to see what you thought they should be doing. Yeah, I let them know. You told them exactly. Uh, you said, let's do some two-way goes, guys. Exactly. I was like, let's score some points. Let's score some and on points, defense, yeah. let's let's not let them score any points. And then if they do those two things? You win ball games. You win ball games. That's yep. true. Uh, but uh, they met the media earlier this week, had some stuff to say, and I think that we can explore what they had to say. A long time coming, Phil. It has been. Ajiro Averro, our new defensive coordinator, um, he was asked, when did you find out you were going to be the Broncos' defensive coordinator? And he said the day after the Super Bowl, and he gave friend of the podcast, George Stoya, a little wink. George Stoya just won an award, right? Big, prestigious. Big award. Big, prestigious. I don't know if you ever heard of the Pulitzer, but that's kind of right below what George just won. Yeah. So his is above that. Above. Yeah. So, pretty big deal. Congrats Mr. to Stoya, friend no. of the podcast, no George longer Stoya. George Story, Mr. Story. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Story. Yeah, it doesn't seem like that long ago he was shoving chips into his face on our yeah. very podcast. Now we're still stuck here, and he's just oh. yeah, Mr. Story is taking yeah. care of business. Uh, but yeah, Phil, some some interesting uh, tidbits, some nuggets. Yeah. Two in particular, Eric, that I thought mm, maybe we'd get into. Yeah. One was what Justin Outen had to say about Drew Locke. Yeah, your favorite quarterback. It's like the the siren goes your off in the distance. Your favorite quarterback. Uh, uh, yeah. In your brain, uh, like no, just in in Broncos error. fans' brains. Error. They see no, not an <laughs> error. They see those two words, and it's like lights start flashing. Like there's a there's strobe panic. light going. And there's panic. We'll talk more about what he said, Phil. But what's very interesting to me is I tweeted out the quote as I you know I like to just give people the information. At they Eric want Delala to. on Twitter, is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah. You put out a lot of information. I put out that quote, uh-huh. and half the people were like, man, Justin Outen loves Drew Locke. And half the people were like, man, Justin Outen can't stand Drew Locke. And it's just from the same from quote. From the same quote. Really? And it's just very That's funny. That's how you know you're doing it. Right? Very funny to me that, was, that, that must have been a good the quote. people are so divided that you can look at the same thing. It's like that dress, you know? That's true. The red, what was no, it? No, blue and gold, I think. Oh, got it. Yeah, I forget what it was. Yeah. Drew Locke is like that dress. Got it. Interesting. Um, then uh, we also uh, heard from Evero uh, talking about what this defense might look like. Avero, I think. Is it Avero or yeah. not Evero? Avero. Avero. He did a little uh, sit down with the Broncos Evero. Digital. Ejero Avero. Ejero Avero. Yeah. Evero. Yep. Avero. Okay. Well, you'll get there. Uh oh. That's problem. That's going to be a problem for me. Yeah. I'll just say that right now. <laughs> Evero. No, Avero. Avero. Ajiro Avero. Ajiro, that's easy. Avero. Avero. Well, we heard from Avero. Yep. And he talked about what kind of defense he wants to see the Broncos play. He said they're going to go after the quarterback. You want to get after that. He said if it takes four, that's how many they'll use. Yep. If it takes five, that's how many they'll use. Yep. And if it takes six, Uh he'll use six. What about seven? No, he never said that. What about eight? I think that's a little crazy. It reminds me of that scene in The Office, Phil, when Dwight, uh-huh. kind of Dwight and you, you have a lot of similarities with Dwight. No, I don't. <laughs> He's talking about the end of the world, and Jim says, well, could it happen in one day? And he's like, well, that's possible. He says, two days? I could see it happening. Three days? Yeah. And they go on and on and on. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt. Like, eight well, rushers? God, that's nine rushers? Well, you tend to relate rushers? anything in real life to The Office. Well, I You're live. Like, that's kind of like this. I live in the office, so got it. I like to. And who are relate. who are you in the office? Oh, I'm Jim, I guess, obviously. Oh, got it. Yeah, I was confused. Yeah, <laughs> what you were thinking. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't think I'm Dwight. I don't know if I necessarily have a role. No. I think maybe I'm like Andy Bernard. <laughs> the Nard Dog. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You get the whole nine Nards. <laughs> um, so we'll get into that. Are the Broncos equipped to play that kind of defense? Ooh. And is it a good idea to continue a Fangio style of defense? We'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah. And then, of course, next week is the NFL Scouting Combine from Indianapolis, Indiana. We love it there, Phil. We're going to be there. We're going. I, they are sending Phil Milani yeah. to an event. Enough was enough. <laughs> okay. He said, I said, he said I they know. came for his football games, and he didn't yeah. say anything. They came for the Senior Bowl, he didn't say anything. Yeah. They came for the Super Bowl, and you were quiet, but they said. Uh, no, after the Super Bowl, that was the last straw. Yeah. They, you know, I was no you longer You didn't give quiet. them a chance. Yeah. I had to go to, to the let top. them uh, to the take top. away the combine. I went to the top. I said, you send me yeah. to Indianapolis. Yeah. I don't care if it's negative 10. I don't care if I don't know. I don't care what's happening there. I'm gonna. I don't know what the weather is. I just expect it to be really cold. I think it's supposed to be decent. And then if it's not, you know, it's a pleasant surprise. But the other thing is, we don't ever never go outside there. Right. That's nice. Indianapolis, not that far from Iowa. Really? What's going on in Iowa? Our friend Brandon from Iowa is from Iowa. Oh, of course. So I know that. (laughs) Yeah. I thought you were gonna make some other long snapper joke. (laughs) No, one's enough. Okay, got it. So uh, we'll be there. We'll do a little preview of what. uh, Maybe to expect from the combine, what maybe Broncos decision makers are hoping to get out of the combine, and what we're going to be doing at the combine. Hopefully, <laughs> can only talk so yeah. much about that. We're, we're, our plan is to do a podcast there if it actually happens. Yeah, we'll that'll be, be a, pl- a, yeah, a plus. We'll be we'll be pleased. That'll be a plus. But hopefully, we get some behind the scenes stuff, some some one on ones. Ooh, you know the whole media world. Just sort of descends onto India. That's right. The heart heartland of America. Can you put your phone away? I'm pulling up this Justin Allen quote so we can be ready to go. I'm ready to get into this show. Can you just pay attention I'm to me to for get, just a little bit? I'm ready Gosh. to get into this show. Okay. Uh, before we dive into our first topic here, let's just uh, tell everybody how they can be a part of the show. If you'd like to leave a voicemail, 707 Neutral. That's right. The line has dried, dried up. Has it? Yeah. Well, the podcast kind of dried up, too. And there just hasn't been anything to talk about. Mm, that's true. So please leave a voicemail. Yep. What do you think about what Justin Ann had to say? What do you think about Evero? Avero. Avero. What do you think about what he, what kind of defense they should play? Yep. And what do you think the Broncos should be doing at the con- – just let us know. Just tell us. Just tell us. Yep. But what if they don't want to – what if you don't want to leave a voicemail? They could leave an email. Which we've still gotten a few of those. That's nice. Yeah, John Jornot. John Jornot, he was We're worried back. about us. We're back. He was worried sick. We've made up. Yep. Uh, show at gmail.com is That's a nice great one. place to leave that email. I know you're probably already following at Eric Delala, but if you're not, you should. Right. That's with an A. With an A. That's with an A. Or at Phil Milani, it's kind of like a backup account. It's kind of like yeah. if your account gets shut down. The, these days, people are making fake at Phil Milani accounts. That's true. They're impersonating you. there was an ad, Eric, the love for There was, Milani. too, yeah. I shut that down yeah, real quick. I shut the fake Phil Milani. Yeah. Account. I think it was at Milani Phil. Imposters. Account. Can't handle that. Yeah. There's only one. Right. You know. The real thing. Yeah. So you can't really fake no. that. No. Can't fake the hair. The charm, the hair. You can't. Right. You just can't do it. So, nice try, though. <laughs> you almost got us. And if you're watching on YouTube, which is the way the preferred method. Yep. See the hair, see the quarter zips. Right. That's the way to do it. 
uh, that's just on the Broncos YouTube page. And if you're there, just go ahead and smash the subscribe button. Just smash it. How just do, do, do it. How do you do it? Uh, uh, uh. It's kind of like when Drew Locke, his name comes up, same type of yeah. feeling. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. Okay, Eric, let's dive into our first topic here. Let's do it. You ready? Uh, Justin Outen met the media for the first time as Broncos offensive coordinator earlier this week. Did you pull up the exact quote? Because I was just going to paraphrase. Oh, I mean. I think I'm ready to paraphrase. You just want to paraphrase. Okay. Okay. He said I'll that, just throw uh, it away. He said that Drew Lock had a strong arm. Strong arm. Uh, he used his athleticism well. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, what What else did he? <laughs> Those are the two big takeaways I, that I was like, okay, he likes his athleticism. Yeah. He did not mention, like, his decision making, his sort of awareness. He didn't. He didn't. He was mostly physical traits. And then sort of like, hey, we gotta we gotta work together before we get. Yeah, he basically said we need to see how Drew needs to learn this system before we can really offer an evaluation. So you kind of got three main points: one, he has a a big arm; two, he's athletic; three, he's got to be able to learn this system first. He didn't really offer an evaluation. And maybe the fourth thing is: is you're right, Phil? He didn't mention like. There's also some stuff about what he didn't say. Yeah. So, so like, I, I think that there were two ways to really look at this. Yeah. One, which is sort of how I thought he was going to answer the question, was like, hey, Drew's a, a young quarterback that we're just starting to do the evaluation process. It's too early for me to really make any sort of a comment on this. Uh, let me get to know him. Let me have some more conversations with him. We're just starting to go through the evaluation, and uh, I'll let you know later on. Right. That's how I sort of thought he was going to answer it. He did not take that approach and said he was like, I like his arm. I like his mobility, you know. Um, so from that, you're like, oh, maybe he has done enough evaluation where he's like, there are physical attributes that I, I like. And let's see if he can pick up this system. Let's see what his decision making is like. And that's sort of been the whole thing about Drew this entire time. Yeah, I mean, if if you are in the camp of, if you read this quote as pro Drew Locke, you're reading it as, Wow, he really likes his arm. He likes his athleticism. Yeah. We saw Drew Locke have success, go 4-1 and one in Rich Scangarello's system, which is going to be very similar, we think, to what the Broncos are going to run under Nathaniel Hackett. And you say, wow, you know, they're, going to, could be something they're going to give Drew a real chance to go win this thing, to play for the Broncos. If you're in the other camp and you view this as, you know, okay, well, maybe they're not sold at him, you think, well, what didn't he say? He didn't say, you know, I, I didn't see – he could have come and said – Big, big, strong arm. Like he got better as the year went around, went along. We saw some flashes of like good stuff from Drew. You know, we we expect him to take a step. Like there was more he could have said. Yeah. And so if you're in the camp of reading this as, you know, he's he's not the guy, then you're probably looking yeah. at all that stuff that went unsaid. A nice follow up, uh, if the opportunity was there, it wasn't really set up that way for that, but it could have been like. Does he have a chance to be the Broncos' starting quarterback? Right, here? and I'm sure when we get to the combine next week that George Payton, Nathaniel Hackett, Nathaniel Hackett has not been asked about Drew Locke. Correct. He's been asked about the quarterback position. He's been asked about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I've asked George Payton at the Senior Bowl about, you know, what's the position. plan at quarterback in general. He did not bring up Drew Locke. So really, George Payton and Nathaniel Hackett have not talked about the quarterback that the team drafted in the second round a couple of years ago. And so Drew Locke. Correct. Well but yeah, they haven't talked about Drew Locke. I was given some more some more background. Oh there. got it, got it. An I old writing like, tip. I I you can't that, say it. Yeah, yeah no. shall not say it. No. No, not a little uh, Voldy situation. <laughs> That's it's what not, it sounded like. Not like that. That's what, yeah. Um 
Oh my gosh, he just showed up. We should say uh, congratulations to Drew. He just got engaged. Just got engaged. So that congratulations. Things going very well off the field for Drew. Yes. And, and we'll just we'll have to see kind of what happens here. I would expect George Payton's answer in Indy would be similar. You know, Drew's under contract. He's got a lot of potential. We're going to see how he you know fits in this system. We want to no add comp- We want to add competition to this room. Ooh. He said that last year before they acquired Teddy. Yep. And he said that you know once they acquired Teddy, we've got a good room. We want to see these guys compete. I don't think at this point you're going to rule anything out with Drew, but I also don't think you're going to this early in the year get any sort of commitment in terms of you know Drew's going to get a chance to win the job or. Drew's not going to be our guy. I, I wouldn't expect either of those answers. No, I don't think so either. Where do you think the fan base is right now with regards to the quarterback position? The quarter. The, I mean, they want to see something. They. I want to see something. You want to see something. I want to see something. Yeah. We all want to see something. Let's say. Let's say. Um, we want to see something make, so we can say something. You know, coaches and GM they don't like hypotheticals. Yep. They don't, yep. They don't like. They don't it. like it. They don't like it. Eric, but let me let me ask you this. What if the Broncos are unable to acquire a big fish? A big fish. Yeah. One of the top names that have been circulating out there. What if that's just not in in the it doesn't it doesn't happen. Yeah. Okay. Would you be really opposed to trying Drew Locke or do you th- because I think there is one position where you could say Unless this team has one of those premier upper echelon guys, they're not going to be able to compete in this division. Right. So why not just run it back with Drew again and, and then just try again next offseason? I mean, I mean, it's yeah, it's a, it's a possible route. I would say there's, there's two things you've got to decide. If you can't land one of those big guys, then you've got to decide, does the next level of free does that agent – Does sense? Does the next level of free agent or – QB that you can acquire via trade, and those are guys like Garoppolo, Cousins, like that that type of Matt Ryan, maybe. Yeah, that it seems unlikely that he's going to go anywhere, but, but maybe you've got to decide how much of a of a you know boost of a boost is that yeah. from a Drew Lock. If you decide, you know, well, it's not worth the draft capital we'd have to spend, and you say, okay, well, you know, Drew Lock it can be close enough to that with the right coaching, then you've got to decide. The next thing is. Okay, well, do we like one of these young quarterbacks? And if you think you like them, then I think it's okay to go in with Drew as the initial guy. And draft a young draft guy. Draft a young guy. Try to have that person take over eventually. What if you don't like one of these guys? Coming right, so if you don't like any of those guys and you want to bring it back with Drew and maybe you, I don't know if you re-sign Teddy or you, you bring in another free agent you about that level. That, yeah, you're going to have some competition. But, but say, you know, say you bring in kind of a more of a career backup type guy as a, you know, maybe it's a, I don't even know who, uh, um, gosh, what's his name? Uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Say you bring in Mitchell Trubisky, right? And you're like, him and Drew are going to compete. Drew wins it out. And you kind of just play through the year. I think that's the toughest sell yeah. if you're the Broncos because there's not – I've said this before. It's, it's nothing against Drew, but when you look at him, at, at his very best, is Drew a top 20 guy? Is he a top 15 guy? Is he a top 10 guy? Is he a top 5 guy? I think based on what we've seen, Drew at his very best is probably fifth, maybe 10 to 15 if he's playing at his very, very best. And so you've got to just determine, you know – is it okay to just go through this year and see what we have and then draft the guy 
2023 a much stronger quarterback class. But the situation you run into there, Phil, is you know if Nathaniel Hackett helps Drew Locke improve and you go seven and ten, then you're kind of stuck again where you're not right up there to get one of the best players. Yeah. It's I'll, it's tricky. I'll say there's some intrigue to me just to see what a new coaching staff could look like with Drew. You know, there there is a little part of me that's like, I want to see what that's like. You know, because there's no there's no questioning his physical attributes. You know, but maybe if you get a guy who's like works with him, his accuracy improves, his decision making is clearer. That maybe uh, another thing that Alton said was every week they want the defense to feel like the offense is complicated, but for these guys in, in the building, we want it to be simple. So. I mean, maybe in that kind of a situation, maybe Drew could have some success. There's a little bit of intrigue there. For oh, of course there is. I mean, he's a talented guy. You see the flashes. And I'll say this for Drew. He was rated coming out of the draft the exact same way that Justin Herbert was. They were given yep. the same draft grade by our friend, Daniel Jeremiah. Move the sticks. Move the sticks. And so, you know, you wonder. He'll be hey, in Indy next week. Yeah, you wonder, hey, if we get Drew in the right system, can he show the same type of things that uh, Justin Herbert has shown so far? We don't, we don't know that for sure, but... There's just that intrigue there. The the only, you know, the downside, of course, is that you have Drew Locke start for another year, and it doesn't work. Exactly. But, it, I, but it doesn't work to the point where you're still in the middle of the road where, you know, like in the NFL, there are times when it's good to be really bad for one year. Yeah, because – So you can get – you know, the Cincinnati Bengals were really bad for one year, and they got Joe looking. Burrow. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll have to see – I'll say this, Eric. Uh, I, I think that the hype has been built so much for, about uh, getting a premier quarterback that if that doesn't happen, there is going to be some sort of a letdown. It's just going to sort of feel like the air left the balloon yeah. uh, just because the hype has been just so high. And I think anytime you bring in a new coaching staff, there's like so much promise and there's this honeymoon period and there's like excitement about – what next season could look like. Um, I think that if if nothing happens, it'll just be sort of a little bit of a, a letdown. And we'll, you know, we'll just kind of have to see how that plays out. I'm To me, there's kind of like two check-in points here. One is the start of free agency. Yeah. You know, like, can you get a deal done by the start of free agency? If you're trying to trade for one of these guys, yeah. can you get it done by then? And then the second one, is the draft. I mean, ideally you'd like to have your quarterback situation figured out before then, but yeah. Hey, if you can pull off a blockbuster trade during the draft, you do it. Yeah. And so those are kind of the two spots so that I'm looking at here. So that would be the middle of March. Yep. That's just a few weeks from now. Yep. And then obviously the draft is at the end of April. End of April. And so those are kind of the They're points where, and you know, it'll be interesting to see depending on, you know, say they go for a mid-level veteran guy, is Drew Locke here after the yep. draft, or what kind of what is the plan there? But I'm not sure next week at the Combine that we're going to get a definitive answer on that. Yeah. And, you know, every year teams go from worst to first. Uh, they make the playoffs after not making it for several years. That happens all the time. Um, do you think that Hackett could do a good enough job if it is Drew Locke? He could sell the rest of the team and say, look, we're still – we're all in on this. We're trying to build and win here. If it is, if if they if they don't make some sort of change at the quarterback position, yeah, I mean, I think the playoffs are still a possibility because you look at this team; they were what six and six, seven Close and six. At one point, yeah, um, they they were right. Really, that Bengals game is what changed the tide, right? So, 
and I think they were seven and six, right? I think they lost the final four. Uh, you kind of look at that and you say, okay, well, with a little bit better quarterback play, you maybe you win in Cleveland, maybe you win in Pittsburgh, maybe you win yeah. a couple of these, and you're right, you're kind of in that spot. I don't know unless you get just like absolutely incredible quarterback play if you're going to be in the Super Bowl conversation, yeah. and you know we'll have to see what the fan base reaction is. You know, are people excited enough about being back at the postseason, or if you don't have a real chance to win it? Are you? Are people just kind of like, eh? I think just growth and improvement. Yeah, of course. What, that's what it's all about, continuing to grow. But I will say in the NFL, it's not so often that you just build and build and build and build and then win it. Usually there's some sort of a, a moment of jump where you're then you're in the conversation. Yeah. That usually happens with the quarterback. We'll see. Play. We'll see. So. I mean, the Bills could be an example of a team that's kind of building. They took a step back last year, technically. You know, they didn't make it to the championship game. That's true. So, like, but they were better. The next step would have been going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But they're good. They are really good. They're just sort of in that conversation now. Yeah. I feel like they weren't in the conversation. Now they are in the conversation. Good. That's a step, yeah. That was last year, though, that happened. I think, Got it. So. They're not they're, – they're, they haven't made it, but they've taken a step. Okay, let's talk about the Broncos' defense a little bit yep. here, Eric. Uh, if you think about this Broncos, the roster on the defense, we've talked about this a little bit. Uh, nobody that really strikes fear into uh, an opposing offense, other than maybe Pat Sertan is almost on the way there. But considering the collection of talent, they, they had a really strong defense last year. And now uh, Vic Fangio not here. Insert Giro Evero. Avero. Avero. That's true. Averro. And he has experience um, in a lot of different schemes, but he has had some experience with this Fangio style of defense. And uh, he talked about playing sort of an attack defense and being uh, the one dictating terms a little bit. And I'm just curious, what do you think this Broncos defense might look like next year? Yeah, I mean, he's worked under a lot of different people, like you mentioned, Wade Phillips, Monty Kiffin, Vic Fangio, uh, Brandon Staley. So, you know, you kind of well versed in a you lot. You kind of take the three-four system, but do you want to play more man? I, you know, when Wade was here in 2015 with the with the secondary, the Broncos had but played no, a lot. No of, exactly, you, you play a lot of man. Vic Fangio preferred more zone. Vic Fangio didn't like to blitz all that much until kind of this past year when he had to. So, and you know, it sounds like Giro Evero wants to blitz a little bit more, but wants to bring pressure, but, you know, maybe if he can bring pressure with four, that's enough. And so, to, to me, you know, you kind of go back to who were some of the most important pieces on that 2015 defense, and you kind of had a playmaker at every level, you know? Yes. And so... scary people out there. And I think that whether it's through free agency or in the draft, you've got to get another edge rusher, and George Payton has mentioned this, they're going to add somebody... You've got to get an edge rusher that can just change a game. And you hope that Bradley Chubb can get there and kind of get back to where he was a couple of years ago. But yeah. I think you need two. And so if you can find somebody like that, I think it puts this defense in position to succeed. And, you know, I will say one thing about this defense last year, Phil, very good from a points perspective, but they let a lot of long drives, didn't finish all that great in the DVOA metrics. The what? 
the DVOA. I know you love that. I love it. And there were a lot of times when they couldn't get off the field kind of in those crucial moments. And so Late in the game, need a stop, get the ball back for the offense. Right. Couldn't do it sometimes. And so you kind of wonder, can this new defensive system – get some more three and outs or you know like hey you got to go out there and you got to make a stop can you get a pick can you uh can you shut down this team when they're trying to run the clock out and granted you're not going to do it every single week but that's kind of what i'm looking for and my biggest question is there's obviously going to be some carryover here for the team so that should help the players but ajiro avero has never called plays at the nfl level so how long does it take him Mm -hmm. to get into a rhythm to kind of feel that out to a point where the Broncos can be really successful. Yeah. I, I do think that it's just going to be interesting to see what this thing looks like. Is it going to look like last year where they, they want to try and carry over as much as possible just to keep things familiar with that side of the ball? Or if it is going to be some sort of a hybrid of uh, Averro's? I said it right, right? Giro Averro. Averro. you got to say both names in order to get it right. You can't just bust out the – Avero. There you go. Yeah. See, we're working on it. We're working on it. Yeah. I, it'll be interesting because, like, um, Wade Phillips, he liked to bring pressure from different areas and not so much calling that a blitz. You know, one time. Yeah, you didn't like that. Uh, after a game on some sort of report, I said that they blitzed. It was a preseason game. Yeah. Some sort of a post-game wrap-up or something. And I said that they blitzed. Yeah. And he saw me the next day in a cafeteria. He had seen the clip, and he was like, that wasn't a blitz. And I was like, why are you watching that? (laughs) (laughs) And then he was like, like, a blitz is when you bring an additional person. Yeah. And he said, I brought a person from somewhere else and had someone who typically rushes the quarterback drop off. And so in his definition, that was not a blitz. And And he was – actually upset that I said that. Well, and the reason he was upset about that is because there's kind of this unwritten rule in the preseason that you don't blitz. blitz. Mm -hmm. And so you accused in his mind. I didn't accuse him. You you said they blitzed. He wasn't happy about it. Not a blitz. There there might not be another coach that has come through here other than maybe Gary Kubiak that I'm closer to. I was waiting to hear. I love Wade Phillips. Saw Wade Phillips at uh, uh, Steve Atwater's Hall of Fame, it was like no time had passed by. I love that man. I would never accuse him of something bad. You know how I feel about Gary Kubiak. Yeah. I feel, I'm right there with you. Those, that team was special. That was a special group. Yep. Um, so it'll be interesting. Maybe they bring pressure from different areas to create an uncomfortable situation for the quarterback. Vic did that at times with some corner Yeah, like blitzes. Justin Simmons would come up a little Bryce bit. Callahan like, at times. Because – as the Broncos are currently constructed, they don't have enough to just rush the guys and say, you're going to win these matchups. Right. They've got to figure out who that other person can be. They need Bradley Chubb to stay healthy. They need more from Draymond Jones, who before last year said, I'm going to be a 10-sack guy. Ended up with five and a half and kind of turned it on late it's in the like year. just over half. It is. Month. Yeah, just over half. Yeah. Like five is not 10. No. Five and a half, though, closer to 10 than zero. It is, but just barely. Barely. So they need more from him. What about Jonathan Cooper? Coop? I am Coop? Coop? I am Coop. I mean, Jonathan Cooper, Malik Reed, who's a restricted free agent that you know George Payton said they want back, but they'll, they'll kind of have to see what happens. Um, those are good rotational guys, I think. But you need, you know, Chandler Jones is going to be a free agent. Like, when you think of 
pass rushers, they don't grow on trees, but you need like a TJ Watt, a Chandler Jones, you know, like that type of player where you're like, man, this guy's that guy can make a play. Yeah, that guy can ruin the game. Cause a problem. Trey Hendrickson for the Bengals this year. Man, when he was running down Mahomes, he's chasing him all over the field. Do you remember that? Play? Yeah. Went this way. He's like, <gasps> yeah, he was like, sub, sub, sub me out. Yeah. I will say the thing to watch, and and I don't think this is very likely, just using my brain. I try to do that occasionally. Once in a while. But there's a lot of talk, you know, Vaughn was traded to the Rams. Vaughn's a free agent. People are kind of like, oh, George, George Payton came up with this master plan where Vaughn left, and now he's going to come back with – with a, an, an arm load full of picks, you know, like is that because he had Valor, his baby? Yeah, is that what you're saying? But no, I'm I'm cradling the picks, the second and the third oh, rounder. Oh, got it, got it. Yeah, and he's like, we tricked up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't count on that. I would be surprised, Eric. I would say that. No, you never say never, and maybe Vaughn at some point comes back here. But, I think he wants to get paid again. I would guess. I was gonna say, Vaughn at his age can do exactly what he just did. Yep. He could turn it on for the playoff run. Yep. Where it's like a short window where he's really, really good. 17 games plus any kind of postseason, much harder at his age to do that. Yeah. And maybe he's a guy that, in really, his first few weeks with the Rams, he wasn't able to do that. Maybe he goes somewhere where he's the second best pass rusher, kind of like he was in L.A. with Aaron Donald, and then end of the year, like you said, boom, turn it on yep. a few weeks, try to win another one. Man. That would be crazy. Uh, but I do I do agree, Eric. They're going to have to do something with that pass rush position. And I think depending on the players that they might be able to acquire, that will dictate the style of defense. You know, uh, where do you think they are in the secondary, though? They're pretty – they're going to need a safety maybe, or do you think Caden Stearns? Yeah, I mean, you could, I don't think they're going to go out in free work. agency maybe. I think you can handle all this in the draft. Maybe you bring back Bryce Callahan. Um, I think that that's a big, yeah, that would be good. But you've got Sertan. Ronald Darby, I thought, played well and healthy. Yeah. You definitely need somebody else there behind those guys, but that can be a, a draft pick. That could be a, a second wave of free agency type signing. Um, and, yeah, whether it's Caden Stearns or a guy, another guy that you find, I would guess at this point it would be Caden Stearns. He showed me enough, I think, yeah. that he should at least get a chance. And, you know, who knows? Maybe you don't rule out Curry. Maybe he's willing to – to keep coming back. He still yep. played pretty well. So yep. we'll, we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, they're good on the back end. They've got some questions to answer inside linebacker, obviously. Baron Browning came on. Yeah, but Josie Jewell, Alexander Johnson free are free agents. Jonas Griffith, I think, is a – Kenny Young. I think Jonas Griffith is an exclusive rights free agent, which means which if they nobody want – nobody really knows what that means. It means if the Broncos want him back, he's going to be back. Yeah. And then, yeah, Kenny Young. Kenny played Young, pretty well. A little bit of a weird situation there at the end, but – Oh, yeah. But he played pretty well. Yeah. But he did not finish the season. Did not, but he was cleared from the concussion protocol. Yeah. A little bit of a coach's decision. Don't really know what happened there. Yeah. You don't know what happened then? No. (laughs) It was interesting. When I talked to George Payton about the linebackers, he mentioned Jewel, Johnson, and Griffith. Did not mention Kenny Young. Could have just slipped his mind. Could have. Could have. It's possible. You can't read into everything. That's what the internet's for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not what they're neutral. Okay, sorry. Well, sometimes it is. I was just mentioning. It it's just a, that's just a fact. That's that is I'm a not fact. saying it means anything. I'm saying it's a fact. 
In general, though, from the press conference, what were your takeaways? Did you like the energy that was going on there? You, I mean, uh, yeah, of course. I, I think it was cool that Nathaniel Hackett introduced all the other assistants that are going to be there. That was a nice touch. They've got the energy. For me, it's you know how quickly can they? Because it is a young group. Yeah. How quickly can they adjust to the demands of being in the NFL to adapting? There's to, a lot of guys in new roles for themselves. Yep. That is the interesting thing, is just how fast can they all come together and adjust to their new positions. Yeah, and I'm not worried. You know, offensively, I trust Nathaniel Hackett's play-calling ability. I trust his ability to, to get an offense going. So I think that's going to be okay. My question is, how you know, from a leadership perspective, or you know, just how do you run the whole team? How do you yep. kind of coach the coaches? How do you coach the players? How do you run the building? That'll be something to watch. I think he's done a good job so far, but we'll just have to – to see how that develops. And then, like I mentioned, defensively, Averro. Nice. How, um, how quickly is he kind of able to settle into that role? Because, I mean, Vic Fangio was a, a defensive guru, a mastermind. He's been calling plays for 25 years. Yeah. You kind of learn the ebbs and flows, how to combat certain offenses. Is Averro kind of ready for that? Does he know? Can he, like, kind of get into that groove? That'll be interesting to me. You know, you kind of always assume going into a training camp, the offense is going to be a little bit behind the defense just because yep, it's a little bit trickier to install those systems. I could almost see a situation where the defense gets better as the year goes along. And That'd kinda- be interesting. I mean, uh, I, I remember, like, uh, the first year Scangarello was here, the, all the talk was they're learning a new system. Yep. Then Shermer comes here, they're learning a new system. It's just there's always some sort of learning pain. Of course. So, got a lot of people in new situations. Yep. Nobody has, like, come in other than, like, Clint Kubiak that they've been in that position before. That's right. I mean, that is interesting. So, could be, like, uh, a lot of young talent that's, like, up and coming, and you've got some home run picks here. And I think that that's what you hope for. And uh, uh, we'll have to just see once the ball gets uh, kicked off. I will say defensively to have Dom Capers here, I think that should help. Yeah, that's former head coach, yeah, longtime defensive coordinator. Yeah, um, of course, Averro's worked under him as well. He's the like the only vet right. guy walking around here, and so I think to have him and to be able to bounce ideas off him is going to be really helpful. And I'm a little bit less concerned because of his presence. Yeah, do you think that he's kind of like uh, to go back to your office situation? You think he's kind of like Creed when he's like no, they're he's, trying to? We gotta not. be young. He's not. We gotta be young, man. They're, the oh, internet's coming. Where Creed like dies or something? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't I think, think that's do the that. case. No, I don't think so. No. Do you think that Don Capers? He's got a good voice. Himself, no. You heard his voice? No. Strong voice. Strong deep voice. Should we have him do so? You're listening to the Neutral Zone. He's got a good voice. Maybe we can get him to do that. Yeah. This is Dom Capers. You're listening to the Neutral Zone. Potentially. You go into his office again. Okay. I don't even know where his office is. I'll show you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Eric. Let's get to our third and final uh, section here on this episode of the Neutral Zone. The Combine is coming up next week. In addition to getting shrimp cocktails, what are you going to be looking for uh, out in uh, Indianapolis? I mean, I think there's two kind of distinct areas. I'll start start with the players who are actually there. I want to see how these quarterbacks – perform in kind of a competitive environment. They were not perfect in Mobile. There was a lot of stuff where people were 
kind of questioning the quarterback group. It didn't do anything to help this narrative going around that this is not a particularly strong class. So I want to see how do they respond in these workouts where they throw, which quarterbacks are not going to throw. Because every year, Phil, it seems like somebody chooses not to throw, and you're kind of like, why are you doing that? You scared? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kenny Pickett's going to get his thumb measured. That's interesting. Double joint it. Um, yeah, you think that's true? I don't know. I don't know either. I guess we'll figure it Is out. Is that a good thing or a bad thing for a quarterback? Because what if his joint like pops in a weird way and he fumbles a football? Oh, yeah. You don't want that. That's, but what if having an extra joint, maybe it's more secure? That's true. Yeah. You grip it. At a I don't really know way. how that works. But so I'm interested in seeing those quarterbacks, you know, hearing from them, how do they kind of command the podium? You talk to I talked to him a little bit at the senior bowl, but to to see him kind of in front of these hordes of people, Phil. You know how hard it is to get a question in at the combine. I, I mean, I, yeah. Hundreds of journalists and media members just swarming the podium. And then I'm also interested in some of these outside linebackers, the tackles. Those are kind of the positions that I find Interesting at the There's combine. There's a lot of so, pass rushers yep. this year. It's good pass rushers. A the first lot of them. top two are, are going to be gone. You know, Hutchinson, oh. Thibodeau, those guys are going to be gone. I saw a mock the other day. Thibodeau went eight. So he'd be gone. Yeah. But, yeah. but that's eight is one ahead of where the Broncos are. That's right? true. Just one. That's true. But still, just, still gone. Just uh, as gone. Yeah, just as gone, though. Yeah. Um, and, and then the other side of it is the media sessions with George Payton and Nathaniel Hackett, they're going to face a lot of questions about the quarterback position. Um, you know, who knows? Maybe by that point there's a, a trade or maybe there's movement in the NFL Indication. in other places. Indications. But, but kind of in this setting in Denver, in a press conference, you know, you get hit with a question, you wait for the mic to be passed along. It's, it's a little bit of a slower cadence. Mm. When you're up at that podium, they could get ten Zing. questions in a row Zinging. about the quarterback. Yep. It's going to get direct. It's going to get be some national media. Yep, they want to know where the Broncos are thinking. So, I think particularly for George, right? There'll be some big questions. And so, I think we could come at it next week, maybe not with direct answers, but being able to kind of read into what they're saying. And you know, how much do they give away? Because George yep. last year, we didn't even know that they knew who Pat Sertan again yep. again was. Yes. Pat Sertan again. Yes. I think it's just one again. Just one again? Yeah. Okay. But Shout out to Pat Sertan. Again. No. The first. The first. The original. The original. Yeah, got a coaching job coaching with the job. Dolphins. Yeah, assistant DB's coach, there, I think. Right. He did. That's nice. I think he picked he, off Brian Greasy, is that right? So, is, is he going to be in Denver on Sundays? Or? It doesn't sound like it. Wow. Yeah, doesn't even want to watch his kid play. Maybe he got the football last year after the interception, and he's like, "That's all I needed." Yeah, that's Thanks. all. That's all I got. Thanks. So those are the, those are the two things I'm watching at the combine. There's always something that pops up around there. You kind of start hearing whispers. A couple of R's like us, Phil. Yes, this is when, in my mind, the off season really begins. Ooh. Yeah, there's a lot of agents there. There's a lot of wheeling and dealing. There's a lot of conversations. And then, of course, there's all of the shrimp. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, uh, first time, really, George Payton's going to be there doing that. Of course. So, uh, that will be interesting. Last year, everything was Zoom. All these, uh, you know, uh, interviews with all the prospects. You know, they come into a room 
and then you just start firing away, getting to know them a little bit. That was all on Zoom last year. Maybe this year you can have even a better feel for what you're dealing with. And you love this time of year because you get to walk up to a random person and say, did you meet with the Broncos? And they, I, that's all I care about. They I say, did you speak with the Broncos or not? And they're like, yes. And, and then you like, tweet, this person tweet, spoke with the Broncos. And I get 10,000 retweets. That's what I do. Yeah. That, I make a living off of that. Yeah. We love that. People love that. Ooh, so-and-so met with the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that's my favorite, favorite, favorite. Yeah. And sometimes these guys get confused. Like, they just see us in the hallway and we're like, hey, we're with the Broncos. What's up? And they're like, yeah, I met with the Broncos. I love the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they do tend to say that. Yeah. You know what was cool about the combine in the past? Eric? What's that? When John Elway would show up, yeah, everybody was like, oh, my God, there's John Elway. It's a little different now. A little bit different. And I think even toward the end, you know, some of these guys were getting so young that yeah. they weren't even born when John Elway but played. But even like other GMs were like, that's oh, John Oh, yeah, Elway of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like other NFL people yeah. were just like, that's That's John true. Elway. Yeah. Of course, not for us. We see them all the time. Right. But for other people, well. Not for you in particular. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I miss John. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) No, but it'll be nice to see George in that situation. Uh, Of course, the 40-yard dash is always big, always popular. You know. You uh, throw up some reps on the bench. Yeah. 225. How many do you think you can do? Yeah, probably 225. Give me one. one. (laughs) I don't think so. I don't think so. No? Okay, maybe. You do the you're in more this of a, economy, a cycling. You're more, more of a cycling, cycling kind yeah. of guy. More of a net sport guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. More of like uh they don't really throw the bench around at the country club. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no racket involved. Yeah. You know? How much does a or nine like, iron weigh? Yeah, exactly. Uh how much do you row, you know, in the on crew? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the erg machine. How many how many yeah, ergs you do? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Be interesting. Um, all right. Well, uh, we'll be out of the combine, of course, uh, and hopefully we'll be able to bring you some nice interviews. We'll try. Fingers crossed here. We're trying we'll, to get we'll some bring stuff. you some, yeah. We're trying to get something lined up real nice and special for NZ Nation. We're doing our best. And uh, maybe some national perspectives. Yeah. Maybe we'll hear. We'll get a pulse on what the, what the national media is thinking of the Broncos. That's maybe right. You know, What's happening? Is there a pulse right now? Is there a vibe? There's not a... It's kind of quiet. Tone? What's the too, tone? Too quiet. Yeah, what's the tone? Mm. We'll find out in India. Yeah. We'll hear, you know, from people who... We're back on the road together. It's the first time we've been on the road together in a, in a long time. Watch out, Indy. We're coming oh, for you. We're co- Minnesota, we're maybe, right? Yeah. That's the last time we... Uh, yeah. Yeah. That had, was that part of your suspension, or what was that? That I did go to Minnesota? That you didn't go to everything else? Was that part of that suspension that you were doing? Yeah, what did I do wrong again? <laughs> well, we you signed know, that NDA, so. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all signed that. We can't, yeah. Yeah, we can't talk about it. Something about string cheese, I think. An incident? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Some people might actually think that you're being serious. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Phil has not signed an NDA, as far as I know. That'll be like on uh, my high report. That we'll yeah. Phil Milani signs yeah. NDA. Yeah. yeah. Mention, mentioned in uh, the uh, 50th minute of the neutral yeah. zone. No. Just kidding. Phil was not suspended. No, I wasn't. But I did not go on the road. So what What really happened? <laughs> Makes it think a little Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll have a, a big episode coming up next week. That's going to be one you're going to want to subscribe. Yeah. You are not going to want to miss that. Go ahead and subscribe now, and then that way you won't miss it. 
That's a smart play. YouTube. Boop. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> right there. Uh, or also 707 Neutral. Leave a voicemail. What do you want to know about the Combine? Let us know. Yeah. We're going to be there. <laughs> We've mentioned that. Uh, if you don't want to leave a voicemail. NeutralZoneShow at gmail.com. Or on Twitter. At Eric Delala, at Phil Milani, with an A, with a PH, respectively. Non-traditional spellings. Nice. Are you in a hurry? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Uh, we talked a little bit about Justin Outen's comments. We talked a little bit about Jiro Evero. Oh. Avero. 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 I'm just gonna. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna do what Drew Locke did. I'm gonna put it on my mirror. Okay. Uh, Evero. Evero. What did you say? Evero. Avero. Avero. Yeah. Uh. Ver. Avero. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, and then arrow. Yep. Correct. With a V. With a V though. Yeah. Uh. Vero. Yep. Avero. Yep. Done. It's easy. Now okay. I got it locked. Okay. I got it locked. Could have done that before the show. I hope that he's not listening to this one. <laughs> Same. Uh, what we, if I was just messing with you? And that's we, not how you said huh? it. What if I was just okay, messing with you? That would be bad. Yeah. But then you would have been wrong on this whole That's process. true. Almost worth it, though. Who did we bump into the hallway the other day that they were like, we watched the neutral zone? And I was oh, like, yeah. Don't watch that. Um, Ramon Chin Young, I think? Was it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Quality control, right? I believe so. I don't want to misquote yeah. his position. Yeah. But he said, Eric and Phil, love your guys' work. Yeah. We were like, you probably shouldn't watch that anymore. Like, oh, You're going to get us in trouble. We're both going to get suspended. Yeah. <laughs> get in trouble, yeah. So, all right. Well, we'll be back next. Uh, what do you think? Next week we'll do it on Thursday. We'll do. We'll have it ready that, for that'd Thursday. That'd be kind of weird. It'll be on time. Yeah. We'll be back. That could be weird. That could be weird. But we're going to have fun out there. So, uh, until next week, for Eric Dallal, I am Phil Milani. You've been listening to... The, the neutral zone. zone.